Well, hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended from ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello, Super Great Kids. It's Christmas Eve, so we've got two stories for you. One today and one tomorrow. This one, a special tale for kids and grown-ups, which is from Russia and told by storyteller and singer Nick Hennessy. The story today is all about St Nicholas, who was known for his kindness and generosity. In Russia, he's like Father Christmas and gives presents to children. One Russian tradition is to walk around Christmas trees singing songs. Can you think of some Christmas songs? while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Hello, super great kids. I wonder if the songs you thought of included Away in a Manger or Jingle Bells or Rudolph. Now, in the story you're about to hear, there's a girl called Minushka who didn't have very much money. She ran a family business which was like an inn or a pub and it wasn't doing very well. In the days when the story is set, they didn't have trains or buses and travellers would have to break up their long journey by staying at Minushka's Inn to rest and get warm and have a bite to eat. Some of the visitors are people called drovers who are a bit like shepherds who move cows or sheep from one place to another. Anyway, that's enough from me. Just imagine it's a cold dark night and it's snowing. Here's Nick Hennessy. On the great road that once ran from St. Petersburg to Novgorod and back again, many travellers made their way. Merchants, peddlers, the rich and the poor in their silks and their rags, swindlers, soldiers, priests and thieves, and the pilgrims with their icons and drovers with their sticks, driving the little cattle and the big down the wide road. And at the roadside there stood an inn, a welcome rest for the weary. In the summer it was cool, and in the winter it was snug, and the vodka was strong, and the samovar always hot. It belonged to a young woman called Manushka. It had been her father's, and in his time the inn was always full and ringing with song and the sound of the balalaika. But you see, since the old man's death, bad luck had come and settled. The place was plagued, riddled with rodents, rats and mice like flies on a dead fish. 
They built their nests in the roof beams and filled the nights with their scratchings and nibblings and comings and goings. And the road being a place where stories travel with ease, words spread widely and the inn stood empty of custom. In the bleak midwinter, frosty winds do blow. Earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had fallen, snow on snow, snow on snow. In the bleak midwinter, long, long ago. One night, as the snow fell thick and silent, and Manushka sat alone by the stove, the mice running over her feet and the rats gnawing at the bench, the door opened and an old drover stepped in, tamping the snow from his boots. Manushka leapt up and welcomed him in. The old man smiled. Beneath his fur hat, his eyes shone like stars on a cold night. She gestured to the table and he sat. She poured vodka for him and he drank. His cheeks glowed and his eyes sparkled. You must be hungry, she said, and brought food. Dumplings steaming in a bowl of soup and black bread. He pushed it away. I've not a silver rouble to my name, nor a copper coin. She pushed it back to him. No matter, she said. You have a hunger and a thirst, I'm sure. And anyway, at this time of the year, it's the little things that count for more. God be with you. Pay me when you can. He smiled, broke the bread, took up the spoon and ate his fill. She filled two glasses then with vodka, and the two of them sat together, drank and talked. And outside, the snow fell thick and silent on the road. Heaven cannot hold him, nor earth sustain. Heaven and earth shall flee away when he comes to reign. In the bleak midwinter, a stable will suffice, Lord God Almighty, sweet Jesus Christ. Until the old man rose to his feet, shouldered his coat once more, took up his hat and stick and turned to leave. Tell me, she said, before you go. What is it you're driving tonight? The little cattle or the big, sheep or oxen? Tonight, he said, I'm driving the little. For as you said yourself, at this time of the year it's the little that counts for more. And with that, he turned and was out of the door. Manushka sat for a moment, the two empty glasses on the table, and the warmth of company still lingering. 
She looked out of the window and saw him, the old man, thick coat, hat and stick walking away through the white snow. She blinked and looked again and saw at his feet following him hundreds of rodents. She looked around the room. The rats and mice, they were all running and scrambling, tumbling over each other to squeeze out beneath the door, until the very last one was gone, following the old drover off into the soft, silent midwinter night. And for the first time in a long time, the inn was completely quiet. Manushka wiped a tear, filled a glass, raised it, and smiled. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I were a wise man, then I would play my part. What can I give him? The next morning she dressed and went to church to give thanks. And standing before the icon of St. Nicholas, she, she bought a candle, lit it, placed it carefully on the altar, and pressing her hands together in prayer, she looked up. She blinked. She looked again at the picture of the saint, the old kind man with two eyes that shone like stars on a cold night. She looked down and saw there beside the candle what had not been there before, two silver coins, the price of two glasses of vodka and a simple meal. In the bleak midwinter, frosty winds do blow. Earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had fallen, snow on snow, snow on snow. In the bleak midwinter, long, long ago. Oh, what a beautiful story. Thanks to Nick Hennessy for sharing that. I wonder if that story reminded you of another fairy tale which we had a while ago on Super Great Kids Stories. Here's a little clue. It had rats in it. Your grown-ups might know. Yes, that's right. The Pied Piper of Hamelin, a fairy tale set in Germany. Now... You've been very busy sending us wonderful pictures, so I wanted to thank some of you for contributing to our Story Art Gallery. And since we've had so many lovely pictures, as a little Christmas treat, I'm going to read out a bumper big list of thank yous. Thanks to Lily from California, who is five. 
She mailed us a lovely picture of the story owl, all carefully coloured in, which she got from our colouring book. Lily likes the fact that the stories are very new to her. Thanks for your picture, Lily. And Heidi, who is six, drew two very thoughtful pictures of some cute little pigs and a baffled-looking wolf. Oh, and a brilliantly scary Baba Yaga with spiky hair. Thanks so much for sharing those pictures, Heidi. And Jean, who is five, from Laverne in California, sent a super great picture of the bear who stole the wind, which showed the warm spring wind trying to get out of a bag in the bear cave. Very good writing too, Jean. Well done. It's super great. And Sasha, who is six, drew a striking picture of why the whale has a sad song. I love your whale's eye. He really does look sad. And I like how you've drawn all the characters around him. Thanks so much for sharing that picture, Sasha. I think that story is one of Toop's all-time greats. And Ian, who is seven in Surrey, England, drew a fabulous picture of El Cangrejo the Crab King, who looks proper scary, with a tiny mosquito above his sharp pincers and his frightening mouth. You really captured his character well, Ian. Thanks for sharing that. And Lily, who is six from Maine, has drawn a beautiful picture of Loki and the Wall of Asgard. I love the way the giant looks baffled, Lily. And I like your bright, happy sun laughing down at the whole scene. Thanks so much for sending that in. Oh, and check out Evelyn's drawing of the three dolls on our Facebook page. I love the way the dolls are all smiling and they all have beautifully patterned dresses. And Samuel, who was five recently, has drawn a very creative picture of the Stick Woman story. I really like your picture, Samuel. The way Stick Woman is wearing a jaunty hat and has a big smile on her face. I can almost see her singing that catchy little song in the story. Thanks for sharing it. And Grace, who is six from New York City, drew the white elephant from the white elephant story. I love the way you've decorated the elephant's saddle. And I like the smiling king who is perched on top, Grace. And Valentina, who is six, from Santa Clarita in California, has drawn a lovely picture of Bikubai and the coconut. I love that look on the face of the camel rider who's left dangling with Bikubai above him. It's particularly difficult to draw people, and I think you've done really well to capture that scene. It's super great. So thank you all. More thanks in the next story tomorrow, which is Christmas Day. Now... We can't make our podcast without those of you who are supporting and subscribing to us. With your help, we're able to pay our storytellers and enlist new ones. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and get ad-free episodes, bonus episodes and early access, click subscribe on Apple Podcasts. To support us on Patreon and get all of that, or plus a Zoom session with a story and a Q&A with me, Go to our website on supergreatkidstories.com and click on the Patreon button. And if you'd like to give a one-off donation of any amount, click on the Ko-fi button on our website, supergreatkidstories.com. Oh, and don't forget, tomorrow, that's Christmas Day, we've got another story for you from Siberia in Russia, all about a star child and Father Frost. That's it for now. Have a happy Christmas. 